0: Hey there, it's Lucas Catton. Welcome back. Just a quick note before this episode begins. The first 23 episodes of my podcast were called support for guys. And the meaning for that was to encourage more meaningful conversation and deeper connections among men in a judgment-free space, and certainly tried to provide that. And over time though, I continued to realize that my ultimate purpose is to help people in general to find more meaning and fulfillment in their lives. And so I changed the name to finding your way because that's not only what I'm doing, but what I'm also attempting to assist other people to do with their lives. And so I continue to carry on the message of support for guys, but definitely many of the listeners, possibly even more than 50% of the listeners have been female and the feedback has been as well. So I didn't want to exclude them or you if you happen to be a woman listening. So thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoy this older episode and Check out some of the newer ones coming up. Hey there, and welcome back to the Support for Guys podcast. This is Lucas Catton and this is episode nine. And I apologize for those of you who care that there was not an episode nine last week, so therefore there is an episode nine this week um, due to a much-needed short vacation and really poor planning on my part i failed to get something recorded and and uh, uploaded so here we are a week later and uh, we're on episode nine a couple news items one um we are now up on several different areas i talked about being on spotify we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and, and other places now so if you are listening on some other format and those would be easier for you Uh, Check them out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, SoundCloud, and several others. And if this is your first time listening, uh, the reason why we call this Support for Guys is to encourage uh, a deeper meaning in in the lives of men and to encourage more honest, heartfelt communication about things to have a, a, a better connection, not only with each other, but with life as a whole so that we can talk about the things that guys wouldn't normally talk about together and do so hopefully in an open and honest format that is as judgment-free as possible. And opinions are welcome to be expressed with the intent of hopefully uplifting each other or being better in some way and uh, improving our lives And, and not to fall into the societal trap of we must have the most money. We must have the biggest muscles. We must have, you know, the prettiest women. We must have all these things because that that doesn't really actually define what a guy is, frankly. But uh, a lot of us are, are meant to believe that. And I think, you know, we can point lots of different fingers and, and it doesn't matter. We'll probably get into that someday. I think there's some some good insight that has been shared by Lewis House, for example, in his, uh, in his book, The Mask of Masculinity where it talks about where some of these messages come from and and how he has experienced them and how certainly I have, and probably many of you who are listening and and plenty of others out there. And we feel this is how we need to be in today's society. And uh, it's just not the case most of the time. So, That leads us to the topic for this week. And this is one that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time and I've been doing some writing around it and really a lot of personal exploration. It's about the topic of forgiveness. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about forgiveness out there. I think that some people, um, when they think about forgiveness, they, they maybe think it's just about turning the other cheek and that you allow people to continue doing something. You know, you walk the other way and be non-confrontational or, you know, people are who they are and there's nothing you can do about it. And I think there are certainly may a time and a place for some of that, for sure. Uh, sometimes people think that forgiveness means you just, you know, you can, you can let it go and not maybe retaliate, but you're going to hold a grudge. And deep down, you still have that grudge. There's still, there's still, um, uh, you know, some, some difficult, uh, feelings underneath that, that are held on to, and you, you say that you've forgiven someone, but really you didn't, you know, if you, if you came back in and, and, uh, you know, the kid who stole your toy in second grade, if he came back and gave back to you and you said, you're okay with it, yeah, that may be fine. You're okay with it. But yet in reality, you're, you're never going to share a toy with him again. And maybe, you know, if he learned his lesson and doesn't ever take it again, you probably could. If he didn't learn his lesson and, and he's going to take something from you again, maybe you shouldn't. And that's fine. But the the point is, is to get into the act of forgiveness and, and what that means and what that does for us individually. And aside from the really cheesy second grade uh, example that I gave, there's there's obviously much deeper examples of that and one of the things that that i picked up along the way recently was a book um, by desmond tutu and it's called uh, the book of forgiving the fourfold path of healing ourselves and our world and there was there was a lot of raw content in here about the severity of things that he has personally seen in his truth and reconciliation commission in South Africa and the fall of apartheid and the horrendous acts that were committed by people from, from one human to another and, and how he sat on the panels of family members who had been even brutally murdered and, and how they had had to forgive people for the loss that they received and the pain and sorrow that they were experiencing, and how the act of forgiveness for them was what was liberating for them—that they—it wasn't that they're letting these people off the hook, but for themselves, in order to move on, in order to find some happiness, in order to find some—I I hate using the word closure because that's not it at all. You don't—you're you, not ending this off necessarily what you're doing is creating a new beginning in most cases of I can now move forward with my life and and that is the most extreme case when there are such terrible and horrible acts committed against people and how these people can forgive there were examples of you know let's say um there was I think a like a mother who had killed someone's teenage daughter in a drunk driving accident. And after getting out of prison, actually went on a speaking tour with the parents of the daughter that she had been convicted of killing. And they found healing together in their own stories and shared that stories with a new message for other people about drunk driving, for example. And there there are many other really heavy instances about the loss of life, and that's as, as extreme as it can get. But there are so many other things that that we experience on a daily basis that may not be that severe, but that are also extremely difficult or hurtful or uh, maddening, you know, something that that cuts us deeply in some way or that we feel injured by another person or another event or that kind of thing. And there's there's this one quote that that I that I really loved because it it talks about. Well, I'll just read it to you. This is from from the book. Forgiveness does not relieve someone of responsibility for what they have done. Forgiveness does not erase accountability. It's not about turning a blind eye or even turning the other cheek. It is not about letting someone off the hook or saying it is okay to do something monstrous. Forgiveness is simply about understanding that every one of us is both inherently good and inherently flawed within every hopeless situation and every seemingly hopeless person lies the possibility of transformation. And I actually just got chills reading over that again, because for me and, and why this is so personal for me is because I'd gone through a period of my life where I felt like I had been, I'd been harmed deeply by, by people that I loved and trusted and, and, and I went about it in different ways. And talking about this fourfold path is is pretty interesting because I've I've seen myself um, going through some of these exact steps. And it's interesting when somebody starts to to delineate or define a process that many of us experience and that may even be universal to some degree, even if it's not exact, that of seeing these these things that that we go through in our lives and go, wow, that is what happened. I am at that point. And one of them is speaking about what was done and how that can be such a you you say the hurt, you say what happened. And giving a voice to people who feel like they have been wronged or or certainly have been in some way or hurt or injured or stolen from or lied to or whatever, whatever thing was committed to another person, giving that person a voice to say this happened is a huge step. And by not allowing someone to just be completely off the hook, you then are able to hold them accountable. But you individually, me as a person, I was able to look at at some of these people, and hopefully all of them, I'm still working on this myself, for sure. um, That you're, you're able to release them of what they have done to you. And there are some people that I had felt had harmed me so deeply that I could never, ever forgive. And yet there are many of them that I'm actually friends with again today. And part of it was holding a place once I came to this realization of of needing to forgive. And uh, certainly from, especially with, let's say, being able to understand that they themselves were acting in, even if it was unintentional, acting in a manner at, at the time at which they thought they were doing the right thing or what was best for themselves or, you know, whatever information they had or where it was coming from, they thought that they weren't necessarily trying to hurt me. They were doing something to solve some other problem in their life or to meet some other need uh, at the time. And those things, understanding that they actually aren't bad people. Like when, when, when Desmond Tutu talks about that, there is hope within the hopeless. And recognizing that can be with anyone, then you are able to see their humanity more and and develop some more empathy for them and, and even feel some of the, maybe the hurt that they themselves have. And when they commit things because of their hurt or do things because of their own hurt and feel that knowing that they are also hurting in some way and and that is where their actions came from when they hurt you that that having some sense of understanding helps relieve within you within me it helps relieve that disgust for them or that I don't, I don't want to use the word hate, uh, but it's, a, you know, the, the contempt, the, the initial thought of I'll never forgive you. It helps relieve these things. And now I no longer am held captive by them. And I think there's a, a brilliant uh, and amazing quote from um, even Nelson Mandela, speaking of the South Africa, too, that, you know, why, why would you, I think something along the lines of he invited a, a, one of his captors, one of his guards from his prison cell to dinner one time. Uh, or to to dine with him or to his inauguration or, or something like that and somebody asked him why why you did that and he said because if i don't forgive him then then he is still my captor i am still in a prison of some type and by really understanding the crux of humanity itself in in that part that we are all inherently flawed and all inherently good at the same time that they are not mutually exclusive then we can get to the point of being able to forgive someone for something that they have done and release that hurt, that pain, that upset from ourselves and be able to move forward. And so far today, you know, scanning in, in, in my mind real quickly, if there's anyone out there that's lingering, anyone who I felt has harmed me in some way, is there anyone that I could not sit down with today and tell them very honestly that I have forgiven them and, have a cup of coffee with them or give them a hug or even give them a gift or to be able to have a conversation and allow them to understand, potentially uh, allow me a chance to say what happened or to not talk about any of those things at all and just be here, present together knowing that now is not then. And that there's a possibility for a new relationship. And for those who won't change and for those who don't recognize it, this book comes along and says, look, you can forgive them to the point where you can heal yourself. And if someone, he or she himself, has not changed or refuses to change or won't ever change for whatever reason or continues to insist on committing those things, and and there's a way to either hold them accountable or at least... To, to be able to end off your relationship with them. You don't have to start it anew, but you can end it off on knowing that you no longer are powerless against them or their actions, that that is also incredibly liberating. So there's people that I know that I'll, I'm assuming, let's say, I'll never meet again, I'll never see again, and if I don't, then I at least know that, that I've come to terms with that, I've come to a peaceful part to where, If by chance I do see them, I can say hi, and I'm okay with that. There's so many examples that, that I think on, on a lighter note that we can find ways that this applies and it's easy to jump to the, to the most difficult The most difficult scenarios as well such as the truth and, and reconciliation commission but there's there's a lot more i think there's actually a, a I think a pretty very recent news thing that's been passed around about a, a brother who i think here in the u.s it was um maybe there was a, a female uh, police officer who had uh who had killed a guy and his brother got on the stand at, I think at her sentencing or something like that and, and forgave her. And it was, it was a lot of people wanted to take credit for why he was forgiving. And and the why isn't necessarily in terms of who he credits with that. Some people look at it as a religious thing and it may be some people looking at it as a humanist thing. And it may be some people look at it as different reasons why they're doing it, but really it's, it, he forgave her for himself so that he no longer felt trapped by the pain and loss of, the life of his brother. And we can look at this from a boss who fired us from uh, a partnership that didn't last from old relationships from, you know, something as simple as somebody who cut us off in line because they were trying to get to work or trying to get home. Maybe they had a kid that they were trying to go pick up. Maybe, maybe they didn't see you because they weren't smart enough to look in their blind spot. That was a little judgmental because they didn't look in their mirror to around their blind spot in their car and just didn't see you. Maybe, maybe they are inconsiderate. Whatever the reason was for cutting you off, continuing to harbor that frustration and, you know, ride their ass in traffic or get angry or get be frustrating. By the time you get home, you're all tense and pissed off and like, wow, then what good does that do? What good does it do to hang on to that? These toxic feelings, over time, let's say past a grieving process or past a, some kind of personal reconciliation process, hanging on to those, those lower harmonic feelings continue to damage us and make life more difficult. So it only behooves us to be able to find a way to be more positive, to be happy, to, to be um, encouraging, to be more upbeat, to be forgiving of other people. And that, that really is, that really is my message today is regardless of your background or faith or what has happened to you or how difficult it has been, maybe pick up this book, the book of forgiving, maybe find some other source of inspiration, look at some of the research on it. There's amazing research on the process of of forgiveness and how liberating it can be and how how much of a of a even a spiritual transformation that can occur within someone when they when they truly forgive people and uh and take a look at it and see if there might be some areas in your life where some people can and should be forgiven and check the results for yourself I know from my own personal experience that it is liberating. It is uplifting. Life does get better and brighter. And there's now a mountain of research backing it up. That's it for now. This was episode nine of the Support for Guys podcast. Talking about forgiveness. Until next time, this is Lucas Catton. Check it out, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, et cetera. Go to lucascatton.com or cattoncommunications.com. I'd love to hear from you if you have any uh, interest in in being a guest or a show topic or idea or want to ask a question or want to look for you know some other resources or some short videos and other things. Uh, again, thanks for your time. I wish you well and hope to hear from you. I'm traveling on Man, these roads are long The sky ain't always blue I'm still doing what I've got to Just to get back home